It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. On March 16, two young cyclists were resting along Seaside Boulevard at the SM Mall of Asia Grounds in Pasay City when a van suddenly made a U-turn and rammed into them. The driver behind the wheel was an 18-year-old who police say was drunk at the time. The two died on the spot. I'm Frank Paluna, a reporter for Puma Podcast. In this episode, we look at the recent spate of incidents involving cyclists and ask, for the umpteenth time, what can we do really to make our roads safer? Road crashes involving cyclists are nothing new, but this one in particular made headlines and drew much public outrage. Why? Because the two were not even cycling when they were killed. They were resting on the sidewalk in an area that was supposed to be restricted to motor vehicles. They also had their lights and visors on when it happened. That was just Dado, a friend of the victims, speaking to One News shortly after it happened. In the aftermath of the incident, thousands of bikers held a vigil at the spot where the two were killed. Hundreds more biked around the area to mourn their fellow cyclists. Here's transportation advocate Anton C. This is probably the first time, though, in recent memory where you had a crash that really resonated with the community because it happened in a place where a lot of cyclists were present at the time. So, you know, MOA is like a playground for them. eh? You know, it's a safe space for that community. It's a really important space for that community because it's one of those places where you can do loops, you can train, you can exercise. And I think the people there really got to know each other. eh? I'm not even like... News reports on the incident highlighted the issue of drunk driving. But the cycling community says it's time to stop calling them accidents. Instead, they should be classified as crashes or traffic violence. When you call these things crashes, it doesn't absolve responsibility from not just the people who were involved directly in the crash, but also importantly, it doesn't absolve the people that created the road conditions and traffic conditions that lead crashes to either be more frequent, more severe, or both. And I think calling them crashes is really important because then you can have a conversation about well, why are there so many crashes? Because they're not accidents, right? There's a good argument to be had that it's really violence that these people are experiencing, you know, not just from drivers who are directly trying to threaten them, but also a kind of structural violence from uh, planners and government policy that just like continuously ignores their most basic needs of safety. Anton is the chief transportation officer of the Pasig City local government. He says there was a lot that could have been done to prevent the two deaths. Concrete barriers for bike lanes, for instance. Clearer physical delineation on the road. And and protected paths to get cyclists to where they want to go. But even then, it doesn't stop with infrastructure. Besides infrastructure, there's also got to be a conversation about how we tolerate dangerous driving, basically, by 
you know, what is the penalty for things like drunk driving? I mean, I think there are not enough questions asked about how, well, what was an 18-year-old without a license doing driving a van like that? We asked Bong Nebriha, who heads the Metro Manila Development Authority's Task Force Special Operations for specific figures. According to the MMDA's data, almost 2,400 incidents involving cyclists were recorded in 2021. That's up from some 1,700 in 2019. Yes, it jumped even during the lockdown, when there were fewer cars on the road. The most common type of accident? Sideswipes. And a big part of the problem, Nebriha says, is the wrong attitude for motorists. Well, there's nothing to be hostile about. You know? These roads are meant to be shared for all road users. Pedestrians, cyclists, commuters, drivers, passengers, everyone who uses the road. It is meant to be shared. This is something new in our culture, in our society. We are not a biking society in the first place. But, you know, constant disciplining, constant reminding. And that means a big mindset shift. For starters, we have to become a society that doesn't think private vehicles are the king of the road. It has become a primary mode of transportation to many. Again, it's a matter of time that we will continue to grow as a biking society. A biking society, hindi ko yung sabi na marami nagbabike, no. A biking society na may appreciation about isa, about road users, about motorista, that yes, bikers need the respect to be part of the road. Nebria says it's important to encourage more people to bike, to push forward a culture more accepting of active transportation. But he also cautioned Filipino cyclists who he says take safety for granted. There's so much more to teach the people who are biking. Kasi may kita mo talaga, for them, magbabike ako, no matter how unsafe na nga, eh, to the point na yung batalya, kalawang-kalawang na eh, no? Nung iba, basta may magamit lang. Ang point ko is that the mindset is both ways. Bikers to bike safely and motorists to watch out for bikers. You know? One idea that's been broached before is issuing licenses or certifications for biking or even bikers' education courses. Does it have to come to that point? Nebriha says it may. Most of these people are not licensed individuals, so they do not know traffic rules and regulations as well, di ba? Kasi ina-natin yung competencies nila. I think bikers should also undergo certain bikers' education of some sort to finish it, pass it, if necessary. But, you know, constant disciplining, constant reminding, and then once we have a policy on this, we have steeper fines for those who violate. Maybe we could come up with a biking law as well so that to mandate the mga bikers to follow rules and regulations. If not, they will also be hidden. But the Vienna Convention on Road Traffic, which the Philippines is a signatory of, says no party shall require the drivers of cycles in international traffic to hold the driving permit. Anton C., the chief transport officer of Pasig City, says really, the first step is to push back against that culture of seeing bikes as inherently dangerous. A lot of Filipinos, especially a lot of Filipinos living in Manila, have the impression that cycling is an inherently dangerous activity. That's why there's so much obsession about you know, how to ride safe, you know, always wear a helmet wherever you go. But then 
you look at other countries like Japan and the Netherlands, and you know almost nobody wears a helmet there, and you barely have any cycling deaths. It's because you know cycling isn't really inherently dangerous, and it only becomes a dangerous activity when you're cycling in the middle of speeding motor vehicles whose behavior is not kept in check by infrastructure or any kind of law enforcement. You know, how do you take the conversation from that to basically instead of telling cyclists to look out for themselves, instead taking that energy and taking it to officials to ask them to design better streets for the cyclists in your life that are just trying to get around so that you don't have to worry for their safety anymore. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Franco Luna. This episode was edited by Presh Capistrano and produced by Kat Ventura. And of course, don't forget to follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast wherever you listen. Thanks for listening. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.